Welcome back to Random Tempt at Comedy, and for our final segment of the show, we will be interviewing my friend and local musician, Steve Lloyd, about his music career. At the very end of the show, Steve will be playing us one of his songs that he's written. So, Steve, how long have you been creating your own songs? The whole thing started, I guess, when I was in freshman or sophomore year. I was about 14 or 15. My dad is probably my greatest musical influence. He got me into a lot of the bands I listen to still nowadays. You know, Aerosmith, Floyd, Zeppelin, and all the others. But uh, A lot of the greats. Right, yeah. My dad was a guitar player when he was growing up, and when I was younger, I'd hear him play like a lot around the house and all that, and that's what got me into it, really. So uh, then I started like trying to form bands and stuff. Uh, they'd be short-lived, like it wouldn't work out, the chemistry wasn't there or anything. But um, I've been pretty much doing this since uh, about '04. so yeah. Oh, wow, that's a long time. Yeah, it is. So your dad playing guitar was one of the reasons why you wanted to pick up the guitar in the Pretty much, place. yeah. So as far as like some of your favorite bands... Who have been some of your favorites throughout your life, like bands and musicians? You mentioned Aerosmith and Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin, but who are some of the others? Ozzy was a big one, especially in uh, high school. Heard all of his back catalog and all that. Black Sabbath is another one of my favorite ones. I, I would hear Paranoid a lot, you know, and uh, Iron Man, War Pigs, you know, the mainstays. But one particular day I was looking through my dad's uh, collection with the cassettes, and I noticed there was a tape that just had Black Sabbath on it. So I picked it up and looked at it. Paranoid was on one side. Then there was just an album just called Black Sabbath. Well, I wasn't aware at the time that that was their first album. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll just skip Paranoid. I've heard it quite a lot. So I put in the other side with the first album, and I was just blown away. From start to finish, it's a lot different than all their other albums. You know, Paranoid sounds kind of polished and radio-friendly, but Black Sabbath was just like, it was recorded in one day, and... From start to finish. It, it, it was just like way ahead of its time. Yeah. They know? essentially started metal. Right. They, they pretty much did. The, yeah. I will always say that they're primarily responsible for starting that genre. So. There was a little bit in like um, the Beatles with Helter Skelter. Oh, yeah. But like, hard rock. Kinda, yeah. yeah. But most people crazy. would agree with you. We're just like, you know, that's where it all culminated into what we now consider as metal. Right. And then, then like Cream was another big one, too. Like, you know, for the heavy type tunes. But there was Black Sabbath. Then I got into like a lot of um, underground punk way later. Bands yeah. like Flipper, Beat Happening, Black Flag. But they were cool. They were just good, the really fast stuff and the slow stuff as well. Then there was power violence bands like, you know, really fast sped up punk with gibberish for vocals. It's funny. Out of your favorite like musicians and bands, who do you think had the strongest influence on your work? Without a doubt, the Beatles. Just the fact that they were just born musicians. Like, they took everything they uh, were influenced by. They did, uh, they, they took their own thing and they ran with it. And just also, like, the chemistry they all had and not to mention, like, the overwhelming success they had. That's what really got me. So that, then I started thinking at a young age, well, if they could do it, maybe I could do it. What is your creative process for creating new songs? It comes in waves, to be honest. Like, some days, if I'm just walking along or something, like, hear, like, a riff in my head. Maybe I've heard it before, maybe I haven't heard it before. But it'll stick in my head, and it'll be like a constant loop all day. At that point, if I'm at home, I try to make sure I jot it down on cassettes, on boombox. Stone Age method, but it works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I do that. I jot down some words that go with it. I'll just keep, you know, trying to find the melody or the harmony or whatever and, like, you know, get the main riff down. That's pretty much, like, some people like to do music first and lyrics second. A lot of times, sometimes I'll do lyrics first and music second. It, it all depends on what the mood is. Sometimes I can like just catch it right away and boom, it's done. And then some days like I'll like just drag it on for like a month and a half. And then I wind up tossing it. Whatever. 
it didn't work out. It didn't really work out. It wasn't what I was looking for. Maybe it was at the time. Then I go, eh, I'll just scrap that. So, so what aspect of songwriting do you prioritize more when writing your own songs? Meaningful lyrics or like a catchy melody? Depends on what the situation is. Like, if I had to choose, though, like, I would say lyrics. In music, you can always switch up. For me, like, if I'll, I'll just have, like, a random line just pop in my head. And I'll go, I like that. And then, like, it could be, like, a reference about myself, someone I know, someone years ago, or whatever. Um, whatever the relationship was. But, like, that will always, like, stick out my head. Then I'll just kind of write it on my hand or take a piece of paper at work or just fold it in my pocket and use it for later. So what kinds of experiences do you draw upon when you're writing your song? I've always heard it said that music is a good form of therapy, and it's true. Yeah. You know, For me, that's always been my go-to. Where, you know, Obviously, there's my friends and family if I need to reach out, and they're there. But music seems like just as important. You know, It's something you can go to. It won't judge you. It won't put you down. Like It's there if you need it. So a lot of times when I go through something, that's usually what I lean on a lot. It, it, like it, it's there if you need it and for me it's good to get out like iron myself out in a way which is what i've been doing recently as well like getting yeah. back at it because there was a period where i didn't pick up a guitar in like months but like it all happens when you're dealing with something and you just can't devote to your passions that's when it's getting pretty bad everything blows over and stuff you have all this time to like just do your own thing and run with it and that's usually what i run to when things are finally starting to lift i'm like oh there's that again i can run to it i can enjoy it a lot more now and i can appreciate it a lot more so that's usually my go-to, like a lot of past experiences, like, but the way I'll do it is, and I want to make, you know, any kind of lyrics I make for open interpretation. If you think it means that, okay, then that's what it means to you. But the only way you're going to find out what it means to me is if you really ask me. But overall, like with what I've been trying to do, especially lately, is just leave my lyrics and everything open for interpretation and see what people make of it. Because it's almost like a two-way conversation between you and the listener. Exactly. Yeah. Like. They may not see it the way I see it. Maybe they'll come up and tell me, like, well, I listened to this line, and it, you said this, but it doesn't mean this. And I'll go, well, wow, I didn't, never thought about that. You never thought about I it like that. Did, you know, if I were to play it again, I'd be like, then I'll flash back to what that person said, and then I'd play it a lot differently in that aspect. But, you know, open interpretation, I really don't want to, like, be one of those artists where people, like, make something more of it than what it is. You yeah. Know? Like some like what they were trying to do with like the Beatles lyrics and stuff where they were studying them in school. Yeah, well, John, you said this. Is that name? But like, no, I'm just. It can mean anything you want it to mean. That's exactly what he told him. Kirk exactly. was another one. He told him also like you know, whatever you think I'm talking about. Okay, cool, but it may or may not be what I had in mind. You, you'll That's never true. know, right? So, what is the hardest experience that you've had to go through as a musician? Um, first and foremost, you know, with everything going on, it's hard to like play like shows and like open mic venues that's what i really wanted to do at the beginning of the year because i had everything outlined to where i was going to put something out physically yeah and that's probably going to get bumped toward literally the end of the year but i got all this time now so it's okay but you know and for any musician like going through this as well they want to play they don't yeah. care if they get rich or not they just want to like go out and play that's their passion that's what they want to go for venues are closing up and losing business and stuff like that where like it, 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 it's hard to do it nowadays, but you can kind of compensate for that by, like, just going live at home. Exactly. And you can still get your music out that way. It may not be the same, but you're still doing at least something about it. Yeah, it's still a way to get your music out there during the global pandemic. Right. That, that's the main one. Another one is, like, I've gotten in several projects before where, like, it started out good. And I was never really the type to say, I'm going to write everything everyone has to do. No, I always told the guys, I mean, one of the last bands I was in, 
like, you know, you guys want to write something, do it. And then we started writing, and, like, one, the drummer wrote a song, the guitar player wrote a song, the bass player was starting to write songs, I had my songs. But I'd, I'd like, keep them off to the side. That way the boys would have a chance. And it was starting yeah, to gel really good. Then one day they just, <clears throat> they just, they just dropped me and kept the name. And then they, nowadays, I guess, they've all gone their separate ways, I guess. But uh, I don't even know if most of them do music anymore, you know. But uh, it, it, it's, it's hard to find certain people who, like, are compatible musically. Yeah. And I'm starting to figure out that I kind of work best by myself. And, like, I can bring my own vision to it where no one is expected to play, like, what I want them to play. You know, as as long as like you're you're with it and you know what's going on, you can add whatever you want to it to bring it out better. You know, you have full creative freedom. Right. It's like my music partner, like Mike Smith, who I did a demo with. He, he was. It, it's like I told him, it's like you know, with a song or someone working on a song, say it's my song. Like I'm laying the foundation, but he's helped building the walls. He's helped building the house. Yeah. And the end result, you get a house out of it. You know. So each song is like a house, pretty much. You lay the foundation, you build up on it, interior, whatever. So that's pretty much my method. That's a nice metaphor. Yeah. So what's your proudest moment as a musician? I think this would be one of them, to be honest. Yeah, this is the first time for me being on radio and all that. So this is a you know, a totally, you know, different, you know, kind a of totally new band. experience. Right, yeah. And um with the previous band I was in, uh, we did one show down at Blind Bob's and um in the Oregon district and we opened up for a couple of uh stoner metal bands, uh, Lopan and Maharaja. That's a mouthful right there. Yeah, it really is. And but they were all great dudes. The drummer from yeah. Lopan said we were pretty good. You know, going live and you know my friends like chiming in like that they liked what they heard. That's yeah, that's a proud moment. Um, and then for right now, like what I'm working on, like is I think pretty defining because I've you know I think I've kind of experienced some kind of growth. But yeah, so it, like it, it's a combination of a lot of things, but the. I think the main thing is just to keep going, you know, see what you can do with it. Of course. Right. You just got to keep walking. Yep. So now Steve wants to play one of his songs live for us today. What's the title of your song? And do the lyrics hold any personal significance to you? Uh, the song is called Exhale. Spelled X-H-A-L-E. Got to have markability. <laughs> yeah. This song I've been sitting on for about three years now. And it, it's gone through a lot of growth and development lyrically for me it, it definitely holds a a very personal meaning for me because the overall message i'm trying to convey here from my perspective if you ask me when you exhale you breathe out yeah. and lyrically what i was going for here was like taking all like the not so good things that have happened to me over the years and making like a positive about it so it's just like you know taking everything that's happened putting it into words Sit, you know, speaking your piece, you know, everyone needs an outlet of some sort. You know, you go through a lot of bad stuff, but how you carry yourself through it means a lot. But if you just, you know, keep on with it and nothing can, you know, bring you down. So that's pretty much the main message of it. Just just keep on, breathe out the bad stuff, exhale it out. It's very deep and inspiring, man.
If I could take it back, I would Refund it I should Or sleep it off Great, man. Thank you. Final question. Where can the people listen and go to hear more of your music? Um, Yeah, that's the tricky part. Nothing's out yet. I plan to do a physical release sometime. Um, I plan to initially release it in the first week of December. 
I did my first session yesterday, there, and uh, I have to have it done by Saturday night, so that's the plan. It'll all be finished, but get packaging and art, everything. But uh, there's nothing out uploaded yet. I do play on my Facebook Live, and I do stream some of my songs every now and then. But as far as physical, nothing's out yet. Okay. But that, that's in the works right now. Okay, cool. And as soon as you get a physical copy of like your album or your single that you're planning on release, we will market that through the Random Tempted Comedy Facebook page. Cool. Thanks, man. So that's our show, folks. Thanks for having you on, Steve. It's great having you Thank here. You, man. It was a lot of fun. Any shout-outs before we close out? Uh, first and foremost, to my dad, um, Scott Lloyd, uh, to my mom, and uh, all my family, all my closest friends, everyone who's been like, you know, have my back and especially have supported me over the years. I really appreciate and love you guys very much. This has been a random attempt at comedy on WWSU 106.9 FM. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a good night.